0: Hello, hello traders, welcome back to another episode of the Traders Show. Today we are going to talk about an interesting topic, a topic that many of you have at heart and it's part of the future of trading. So many people also ask us, what do you think about trading robots? What do you think about automated trading systems? Can I purchase a robot and trade with it? Should I purchase a bot and trade with it? Or have lost money trading with a bot? robot was making money then all of a sudden lost money so what is our opinion or what do we think about trading robots and automated systems especially in the retail sector so I think that we'll deal a lot with about machine learning artificial intelligence big data quantitative ways of looking at markets and we have some strong opinions on some of these topics because we've done some research look at looked at a couple of these spots and examined how they work and we'll try and share with you some insights so just like we say in every podcast that we shoot this is more of an exercise in thinking so what you are going to lay out is a template that you can use as you're thinking about some of these things the pros the cons the risks and some of the rewards that are contained in using automated trading systems or using trading robots so none of us is an expert at using automated systems or creating automated systems. But personally, I hold some friends who are very deep into coding and they're very focused on understanding machine learning and artificial intelligence. We've done some meetings with them. We've described to them some of the things they're doing. I've also had the chance to listen and talk to some of the people who are busy developing trading systems. And I've also interacted with traders who bought systems and robots and talked to them about how the robot is trading the risk rewards and such things. So, those are the things we are going to talk about today's in today's episode, episode fourteen. But before we start market update, I think it's important for us to first look at the market update. Yeah. If I just start with the crypto world today, I think that's more and more interesting for this week. Bitcoin back to forty five thousand, coming back from at about thirty thousand over the last three or four weeks. Ripple trading at a dollar. <coughs> I think that could be easily seen on the charts. Ethereum back to 3,130 after the Ethereum upgrade that took place last week. So last week we had an upgrade called EIP-1559 on Ethereum. If you want, you can do more research on that. You'll understand why Ethereum is one of the best crypto technologies and what the upgrade means on Ethereum and some of the technologies that the Ethereum team is working on. Litecoin back to 170. EOS trading at 4.78. Doge to 0.27, Cardano 1.81, DOT 21.2, ICP 65, XLM 0.33, Dash 180.9, and I think Serum trading at 4.823. I think the biggest move for this week has been Ripple. Yesterday we jumped about 14% to trade at a dollar. 14? about Okay, it reached about about a
1: higher, about 27%. Then it closed at 18%. At 18%, yeah. yeah. So I was, uh, the highest
0: point reached was 1?
1: One 1.03 or something.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, because I left it at 97, 98, and it was about uh 14% jump by then. Yeah. So I think I never saw the move that you're talking about, but I've seen it on the charts. Yeah. Anyway, your week, how's your week been? By the way, my name's Akian. I'm sure I've done this on the opposite side. My name's Akian. I'm the founder of financial lab I first introduced the topic we will be talking about the market update now I'm introducing myself. I'm joined by my colleague Lawi. he can introduce himself and share with us how his week has been so far.
1: Okay, greetings traders listeners from all the platforms YouTube Spotify all the other platforms uh, we appreciate we always appreciate your time uh, you listening to our podcast. Uh, today as Kenneth said okay my name is Taras Lawi. Uh, risk manager at Financial Hub. So, if you're struggling with risk management, you can look. Uh, you can find time to find me in the office, and we'll talk uh, for a few minutes and maybe share some nuggets. So today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. It's it's not uh, a mainstream topic out here. Most people uh, don't know where to go to look for data about uh, trading systems because actually I don't know many people who have been successful here in Kenya. Uh, making money through uh, trading mm-hmm. systems, trading robots. So, I don't have a lot of success stories in that sector, but I have a lot of success stories in trading discretionary, uh, where, whereby it's not automated. It's uh, you making your own decisions as a human. So, uh, trading, uh, trading, uh, uh, algorithmic trading or quantitative trading, is basically like the use of computers, sophisticated computers to crunch data. Uh, analyze the data of financial markets and come up with patterns that you can profit, uh, that are patterns that can be repeatable and i uh, you can profit from them from time to time so uh also it's it's I, I believe uh quantitative trading only makes sense also in institutional level mostly because uh of the amount of capital it needs to set up such a fund setting up a quantitative fund is expensive you need to hire Developers, we know computational manpower is expensive. Uh, Hiring developers, setting up uh, 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 very powerful computers, having very powerful servers. So I think that's one limitation that makes us retailers not go into that frontier. So today we'll talk about the disadvantages of algorithmic trading. The advantages, we will talk about this man, Jim Simons, his... The greatest quantitative trader actually is the greatest trader of all times. He's been uh, said uh, uh, he's been named that he's he's the man who solved the market. So many people say you can't solve the market, but uh, ideally, this man has sort of solved the market, trading for over 40 years with algorithmic trading and being consistent every year. I think he I only had one one down here which was down not because of the fund was down but because of fees so he was about 2 3% up but from fees it went to negative side so he's one of the greatest traders he purely uses mathematical models to uh find data from markets and profit from them so he'll be also uh one uh, one of the spotlights because I think he's he's a pioneer of 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 algorithmic trading and he from his returns he's he's managed to beat like one uh, the greatest traders Warren Buffett Ray Dalio Peter Lynch uh, all those great traders so i also believe uh algorithmic trading is sort of powerful if you can get to harness it well and uh form solid models that can be uh adaptive also so i think that's one reason i believe algorithmic trading is powerful so We'll also see look at the disadvantages mostly on the retail sector, why most people fall victims of robots and uh, buying robots that don't work or robots that fail after working for some time, as you can say. So uh, that will be the topic for today. So uh, personally, my week, my trading week has been a bit slow. Uh, the markets I'm watching mostly, most of them are not moving from my point of entry. I'm having uh, GJ and US 500 shots. So just watching them for the week. It's about the end of the week. So I think if it doesn't play out uh, within this week, maybe it'll be a long swing trade. So that's my trades for the week. Ken, which trades did you have?
0: <coughs> for this week, I have longs on FTSE 100. Worked out very, very well. Currently, I'm long on NASDAQ. I was also looking at the Dow long positions. So the Dow is also created new highs never seen in the history of the stock market, trading at 35,500. And I also have some shots on Euro so I think those are the main trades I'm watching. But for now, I'm out of the FTSE 100 long, got to my target. Now I'm watching I'm watching the NASDAQ long that I'm talking about and the Euro shot that I talked about earlier also. So to start off, I think it's important for us to first look at robots. I think robots are one of the things that many retailers fall prone to before we even go into the big big topic of algorithmic investing quantitative investing and mathematics and such things that are highly involved in machine learning and such things so most robots if you look at robots how they are created most of them are created based on technical indicators and they're called expert advisors so what they basically (laughs) do is for example i have developed or i have coded a system that will buy anytime the markets bounces off the 16-day moving average or the 20-day moving average or anytime the markets hit a certain maybe indicator the markets will buy or sell and will buy a certain lot and sell a certain lot we'll set a target in this way and most times these things are not based on how the markets are playing out they're based on the past so that's where I think it's important for me to start that's my first point Mark Twain said it well, history does not repeat itself, but it rhymes. And I think a big part of trading is pattern recognition. It's being able to look at patterns which have played out in the past and they keep on playing out and being able to capitalize on them. However, there is a risk in that. In that, markets don't always play out as you expect. For example, the last crisis that we had or the last recession that we had was caused by COVID-19. So if you had developed a system that was predicting recessions based on probably interest rate moves, which normally start off the topple to the downside, then it was very hard for you to spot or for you to get that correction to the downside and capitalize on it on the right way. And often markets will have tail risks. They are called tail risks, risks that you can't quantify. You have to Wait for them to play out for you to be aware that they exist. For example, the 9-11 crash that we had. For example, the corona crisis corona that crisis. we had. Yeah. The SARS crisis that we had. The Spanish flu. Those are tail risks. They're not risks or black swan risks, I think. Yeah. Black swan is the right word. They're not risks that you can quantify. You can just sit down and expect COVID will come at this time. and It will affect markets in this way. Those are things that you have to think about if you're a discretionary trader. So that's one of the downsides of using expert advisors. I think most of them don't factor in the black swan risks. And once you're trading a system which does not factor in such risks, there's a very high chance that by the end of the day you'll blow up. As a trader, I think the first thing that you should be concerned about from a risk perspective is survival. I think that's the most important thing. And if you're trading on a long-term perspective, if you're trading for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you really have to think hard about handling black swan risks which will come about from time to time and you can't predict them, you can only prepare. So from a quantitative perspective, I think that's one of the things that I think that's a downside for it. There's a high chance that if you're trading a system that has not factored in such risks, then you'll blow up before things are ready for you to take off. Another flip side that I can talk about, which I've observed from most of these systems, is the position sizing strategy that they use. So I've interacted with someone who came to the office and had a bot, and the bot would buy anytime the markets would move lower, it would buy expecting a move higher of about 20 pips, and it would keep on doubling the position anytime Mm. the markets moved lower and it didn't work. So for example, if the trade was moving, if it bought expecting the markets to move higher, and the markets went lower. Now, the next time it was buying, it would buy at double the size it had bought initially.
1: So it's a martingale system. Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. Then the next time it went lower, it would double and double and double. Mm -hmm. The danger in that, and that's how I think he blew up the account, because eventually he blew up the account, was when the markets are trending strongly. And I think that time markets were really trending strongly. I think if you're trading, for example, a market like gold, which often can get some momentum and move in one direction for a very, very long time, it's very, very difficult for you to make money using a robot that buys anytime the market moves down a certain yeah. number of points. Because, for example, if gold breaks out and moves 200 points and you buy, it could move down even a 1,000 points without having any move to the upside. And if you keep on doubling your position, I think you're doubling your risk in a losing period.
1: Yeah, like this week on, on Monday when gold opened and it dropped 800 way, points in exactly. 15 minutes. That's the thing. Yeah, and it's not a gap like you. I was uh, I I I was awake. It was around one a.m. in the morning. Yeah, gold just started tumbling. Now imagine you're trading a robot. That buys. You you are asleep. The, exactly. The boat, uh, the boat works 24/7. Mm-hmm. If you sleep, the boat is working.
0: Yeah.
1: Boat gets that uh, gold trade. Seventeen fifty, the first buy. Seventeen. Seventeen forty. Another double buy. buy. Uh-huh. Seventeen thirty. People buy exactly that market went 800 points although I'm, I'm so sure, yeah, 17. if any person was using such a system such a martingale system on a very volatile market like gold most likely you'll you'll crash so fast exactly yeah, continue
0: so that's that's one of the downsides i think that exists in using some of these robots the upside i think one of the upside that i'll talk about mm-hmm. is these things are very, very good at crunching data, data. and giving sure. you signals where opportunities exist. Yeah. As I'm trading, it's very hard for me to process information on more than ten markets at best. I think when I even five at a time. Exactly. <laughs> when at my I'm at my best, I'm not focused on many things. I think I can trade up to six, seven markets comfortably and crunch the data and understand the levels and understand many things. Yeah. But a robot can do that over 30, 40, 50 markets and give you signals. Yeah. So I think the best thing that one would advise people is, one, buy a, buy a bot which will give you signals. And then from the signals, you can make the decisions when to trade. Yeah. You get. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I've just said that once A, B, C, D happens, give me a signal to buy a certain asset. It gives me a signal I have to convert, I have to confirm, I mean, with my own mind that this market has attained the criteria that the bot has sent mm, yeah. and it's now time for me to buy. Unfortunately, most of these bots are so, so short term oriented. So they buy 10, 15 pips and before you check the 10 markets. 10 is a lot,
1: like, bots work on 3 to 5 pips. Exactly.
0: Once you check the markets, you're gone before anything happens and I think that's the downside of of again using bots. So that's why it's very hard for you to make money using bots.
1: Yeah, true, true. That's true. Yeah. For me, I think uh, where well, the first point where people go wrong is uh, like trying to buy a bot, uh-huh.
0: yeah, not developing your own. Yeah, not developing your own. See,
1: bots markets are dynamic. Markets change. Thank you. You this uh like trading pound, I'm so sure trading pound before Brexit and after Brexit were very different things. Yep. Volatility, momentum, directions yep, were yep, very different. Yep, so, yep. I think if you really want to go into that side of uh, quantitative trading robots you need to have your own system first
0: and you need to develop it yeah
1: like you've developed your own human system like yeah. it works on you as a human
0: yeah
1: then like the main reason actually most people go to algorithmic trading mm-hmm. is to try and minimize the emotional factors of trading yeah like umekubali is shit in an new mentally mm-hmm. so let me give this machine which does which doesn't have a lot of emotion actually which doesn't have emotions mm-hmm. to 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 play out the setups I was to play out you see
0: yeah
1: if I was to enter, let's say a gold trade long the market moves let's say 30 Pips yeah and let's say I'm not very very strong mentally to mm-hmm. my side mm-hmm. I can easily cut that trade and bank that profit yeah cut okay maybe I was to make about hundred dollars on that trade but I made thirty dollars you see mm-hmm. if that trade was really right and the and not my human emotions telling me Taras this trade might easily turn against you cut that 30 uh cut that 30 profit that bot would have gone to hundred percent right yeah so like most people actually go to algorithmic trading <laughs> because they believe they can't handle the emotions of trading yeah. so they try and give the machine that job to to like uh, uh minimize that uh, 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 that factor so number one uh it's good to like it's good if you if you've decided uh, uh, that path of 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 Mentally, you stuff in a kuchanga. So mm-hmm. you try and first develop that system. You know you have a good system, but your problem is psychology, you see? Mm-hmm. So you can develop that system. You know it's making money here and there, but you have maybe fear problem, formal problem, such problems are psychologically greed, mm-hmm. overconfidence. A machine can never get overconfidence after, after, a, after a series of 10 wins. Yeah, But it's so easy for you to <laughs> to get overconfidence mm-hmm. after a series of, 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 of 10 wins. So, yeah. That disparity of 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 human emotions and computers, I think, is, is what makes algorithmic trading, at least, more valuable. So, mm-hmm. but the problem is, you want to buy a bot which you've not developed. So mm-hmm. for me, I like, I need to know the criteria of which we we uh, this bot is working. Yeah. What is it buying exactly? What I, this uh, what is it developed from? Uh, for, uh, uh, for me, I trade using a certain tool. Is it developed? From pivot points, maybe from moving averages, from Fibonacci. Let's say any time a market moves, retraces sixty-eight point one, it sells. You see, yeah. like you need to know how you're putting that uh, system. Because I will also need to tweak it as market changes, yeah. volatility change. I need to tweak it so, so, some codes for that machine. But let's say I've bought that machine, uh, and most times, actually, may think this is sort of a fraud business because th- these bots I may believe first. If I can create a money-making machine like Jim Simons, it will be very, very secretive and confidential.
0: Any, I wouldn't share. It, I wouldn't
1: yeah. share. a one line of code, <laughs> see, so because it's my money-making machine.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, I, I don't why, know
0: why, why, why are people? Why would you keep it that secret?
1: Uh, oh, 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 why, why I'd keep the uh, 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 the code secret. Because it's my own system, and okay, it's my own system. It has proved to make money in markets. It's making me money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I want to sell it, like why sell something? At the moment, uh, the point of selling something is to get money, right? Yeah. If this machine is making me money, why would I even think of selling it to someone? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, if it's making me money, it'll it'll be just for me, and maybe for the farm I'm working at. Okay. And I even if you look at Jim Simons, his fund is closed to outside investors. Yeah. It's only friends and family and employees. Yeah. So like it, like the the program is very very confidential. Like yeah. uh everything about like like around the makeup of the system. is very confidential. These other systems which are being paraded outside here. They are $10 systems, $15 robots, $30 robots. You're buying a $30 robot which is not even like it's full automated. Not even a signal something giving you a signal. Fully automated. Taking very very many trades in a martingale system. Yeah. So, uh, like, as you buy a, a bot, you don't know. You don't know it, uh, it's using martingale system. Okay. You've just seen results from someone saying he's using this bot, he's made this amount of money. And now you, you are convinced. If you do the same, buy the same bot from the person. Maybe you had the story from. You'll make the same uh, amount of money. For me, I believe robots cannot be sold. Like yeah. you need to develop it yourself. <coughs> uh you don't need to be that programmer, but you can sit side by side with the programmer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Tell me oh, this is how I trade. This is how this is how I, I, uh, I want you to develop this model. This, this is the amount of data we want to crunch for, let's say, the past 100 years, and see if this pattern. First of all, most mm-hmm.
0: people don't even have access to that exactly. amount of data. Exactly.
1: Um, that other amount of data. So I was saying, like from a retail point of view we have very many disadvantages of going mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. algorithmic trading yeah. but from a professional point of view from institutional levels you can hire the best developers me even today if, if i want to to automate my system i don't have more than 5 million to hire a developer yeah. see like if i have it i i'll rather just trade it than hire a developer you see i've not reached that point yet but also like the 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 fact that uh most bots, uh, as you have said, they don't, uh, they don't, uh, they don't factor in the uh, changes in markets. You see, yeah. Uh, let's say uh, I, I bought a system <laughs> last year before COVID. After COVID, your system I'm so sure it to work.
0: Yeah, because things yeah, were yeah, very, yeah. very volatile. Yeah,
1: volatile mm-hmm. market market direction changed mm-hmm. up down in less than a month. Mm-hmm. Markets went down thirty eight percent, then up came again. up more than fifty percent. You see, mm-hmm. so like that change of environment needs you to first. Like uh, stop this bot, like reprogram it to the now current market environment. Now and then now let it uh, 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 continue playing the data. Yeah. But most people, they don't take that time to tweak the uh, uh, the bot to to, to suit the market environment. So yeah. I think that factor that the, your your bot is so is not so dynamic mm-hmm. as the markets will make you not uh, will I uh, will make uh, retail traders not make so much money in uh, through a uh, trading robots. Yeah. So. I believe, like for you to trade robots, you need to have like actively developers working on it day in, day night, day out. Not just something you buy and de- forget. <laughs> See, like buy and forget, make money, d- deposit and forget. That's, like you can't cheat success.
0: Trading doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't
1: like work like that. like that. Yeah.
0: So I think to build on your point about markets being dynamic, I think it's important to look at the works of George Soros. Mm-hmm. So I think Soros was a very, very good traders, he was among one of the best traders we've ever seen, the pioneers of the hedge fund world. I think these are the people who built the idea that you could build a hedge fund, raise money yeah. and trade for people. And he came up with a very good theory called the theory of reflexivity. And the yeah. idea is market participants will affect markets and markets will affect the market participants. Yeah. So it's a reflexive relationship. So our behavior, how we behave towards markets, will make markets Zig and zag in certain ways. And how markets are zigging and zagging will affect how we behave. It's a reflexive relationship. Yeah. So I think it's very hard, first of all, for anyone to build a boat that can be able to trade and not be dynamic, just like you said. In that, if we all built boats which were working, the fact that they are all working would make them stop working yeah, because true. the advantage would be lost. Yeah, true. You get yeah. And that's why I feel like if you develop a boat that is working, no one sells it because sure. of the fact that the more people use it, the higher the chance it won't work anymore. Because yeah, as more true, true. people start trading in a particular way, then the edge is lost in that way. So. so that's one of the things that I think people need to be aware of when you're trading. Yeah, true. Your only advantage needs to be what other people are not really doing. Once true. you're behaving like everyone else in the markets, it's very hard for you to make, make money. money yeah. You get So that's the first thing. As you buy a boat, remember that, if this bot is working, and this person has sold it to many people, the fact that it's already working and many people are using it will make it stop working.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that's why actually most of these bots, most of these bots, they work for a few months, one two months, then they break they down. They break down. Break yeah. down. Break down. Like you can't. That's, that's what I'm saying. It needs to be developed day in day out. Yeah. Like, like lazima move na markets. Like you every day as you. Wake and the up,
0: game of markets, just like you said, in. Trading and investing is a dynamic and a complex game. Game. Kabisa. I don't mm. think it's a game. The where amount of
1: data in this in, in this industry is a lot, man. Yeah. Like and more than two hundred years of trading banana is a, a lot. lot has mm. happened, yeah.
0: So you can't just simplify it to a simple formula. Anytime you imagine that trading is a simple formula just know that you're lying to yourself. Yeah, true, true. Because that true. formula
1: tomorrow will have changed. The markets change every, every day. Every day.
0: Yeah. So you need to keep on updating your formula. And that's why I think also the best traders are quite adaptable. They're not true, people true, true. who are too rigid. They're people who are open and always trying to learn new things and change their ways of thinking and yeah. looking at things. Because markets are dynamic. They keep on changing. For you to perform well over a period of 30-40 years, you have you really have to find a way to behave in a very different way and in many different circumstances. Sure, sure, sure. And you have to think that before other people realize it. Yeah. For example, when COVID happened, you have to be smart enough to know that the Feds will pump in money and once they pump in money, the markets, the markets will, will go up. Go up the but if you waited for the Feds to pump money for you to buy, you were too late. Markets had already That's started sure. going up. So, These are some of the things that many people, unfortunately, in the retail scene, don't think about. So they imagine that trading, you can boil it down to a simple formula which will work for the rest of your life. And it doesn't work that way. And I think also it's right for us to say in this podcast that trading is not for everyone.
1: Yeah, true, true. Trading is not for everyone. Yeah,
0: so one, I don't think you should try to do trading as a part-time job. Mm, I think that's one recipe for failure like you decide Yeah, exactly. you'll be doing trading. by like, uh, It'll be trading it'll for be me trading, uh, as I trading sell my hardware. <laughs> uh, yo, it's one of the worst side assholes you can have. Yeah, it will true. consume you a lot. It will consume the money from your main hassle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you want to invest with in a long-term fr- time frame, buy an index fund. I think there are very many people who are smart enough to suggest that buying an index fund, which is more like buying a market, is better than trying to beat the market. Yeah, true. And if you're not really involved in the day-to-day decision-making of markets, think holding an index fund is one of the best ways for you to capitalize on the returns of the stock market. If you want to be active in the markets, remember there's no simple formula. You have to be on your job 24-7 and you have to craft a way of making money in different market environments. True. So that's one of the things that you have to realize when you're thinking about buying a boat. True. Yeah, you you. The fact that you're lying to yourself that you'll cheat the process of trading won't work. Yeah. Another thing is we can go back now to risk management. Most of these bots don't think about risk management.
1: As you say, first uh, a system that has a martingale system exactly. is a negative system. It's a negative management system. Wise.
0: Exactly, because there are times, there are periods where markets will move to one direction extremely, and this comes out of panic, fear, greed, mm. such things cannot be quantified. I don't think you can quantify the level of greed that someone has. Yeah. Yeah. a I market, even figure up 70%. You can't quantify such things. Yeah. So as much as you can quantify other things, there are things you can't quantify. And some of those things are the reasons why some of these spots won't work. True. You get So let's say you have designed a... Si- and first of all, most of you don't even design those systems. So if you're not the one to design the system... Don't even think about that as an avenue. Think about pursuing other avenues. One, invest in an index fund. Two, give your money to a money manager. Three, stay away from markets or learn how to do it yourself. Those are the three options you have. If you don't think how you can fit into any one of those three, avoid markets. Just avoid it. Think about other businesses that you can do besides markets. But if you have chosen, let's say, the second, the first option, which is to design your system, then don't think about only the market direction. I Think mm. that's why you go wrong. Also, for most people who design these bots, you really have to think about your hit rate. You really have to think about your risk reward ratio. You really have to think about your position sizing strategy.
1: True, and most bots actually don't don't have those all those. Exactly. Most bots try and take advantage of inefficiency in markets.
0: Yeah,
1: a small spike. Exactly.
0: Three, four
1: pips, where me is doka. the reward. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: so the fact that you're not paying attention to the most important factors of in trading, yeah. Position sizing position sizing. Because position sizing is all about I have ten thousand dollars. How do I trade for me to ensure I have my ten thousand dollars, make something, and in the worst case possible I still survive to That's trade in the true. markets. The fact that you're not thinking hard about that question is what is making you screw? screw it up you're trading. So for those who are designing now the ports, I think one advice for you is think about the risk reward more than you think about the market direction. There's sure. nothing, one man said, the two classes of forecasters, those who don't know and those who don't know, no, they, they don't, don't know. So some of you are really, really invested in trying to forecast where the markets are going. And I think the right thing for you to do is you can't predict, you can only prepare. preparing means thinking about how you'll manage risk, how much position, where you'll come in, in, exposure, how much is exposed in your account. The fact that you're not thinking hard about these things when you're developing your bot is where you start going wrong. True, true, true. Yep. And just like you said, I think you said a very important point, which I think is something that I don't think you can really do. Mm -hmm. As much as you have a bot that is trading for you, you're still emotionally invested in how that boat is performing. Yeah, true. So either way, you're still invested in the markets emotionally. True. There's no way you can avoid that. You just try
1: to like reduce the 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 strength of your emotions. Exactly.
0: So I think the best thing for you to do is to develop a systematic way of generating trade signals, not a systematic way of trading. In that, the decision of how much to risk, and yeah. Uh, what percentage of your account is exposed, how many signals to take at a time, those true. still remain with you. Yeah. But the signals can be generated using your port. Yeah, yeah. Because it will crunch data faster, it will break down markets mm. faster, and, and I it think will that's get signals faster.
1: That is the fact that, I uh, think we should have talked that about that first. Like, there are two forms of automated systems. Like, full automation and yeah. mixed.
0: And mixed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and I think most people who are doing very well, if you follow up, mm-hmm. it's a mix.
1: Yeah, it's a mixed system. It's a mixed yeah. system. Mm. I so think like the system, like the 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 algo gives you maybe alerts on uh, like setups. Yeah, the setups you're always looking for like the crunch. Let's say, uh, if because like, uh, uh, as you said, like uh uh computers can crunch a thousand markets in in one minute. Yeah. And and like like, hey, us- kuna signal NASDAQ, kuna signal mm. dax kuna signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Japan market's gonna signal in Euro USD. Mm-hmm. So let's say you are, you you formed a system that let's say gives you an alert that whenever the markets uh, the moving averages maybe nine and twenty cross, maybe you'll be buying. Yeah. Maybe when they cross to the downside, maybe you'll be selling. So mm-hmm. it'll be showing you those alerts like these moving averages have crossed. Yeah. Watch this market. Yeah. So you, you go to watch that market now. You see if the market is fitting your criteria of what you've told the bot. Now, you, now it boils down to now the things you are saying: exposure control, uh, risk reward, mm-hmm. where you'll enter, where you'll come out, mm-hmm. uh, position sizing. Mm-hmm. Now that's up to you. Exactly. Either, and also, if you'll enter that market or choose not to enter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, but most systems that, uh, as you said, people don't want that work again. They want full automation. And that can't work.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. actually,
1: yeah, because there was this this uh, company in the US. Uh, I was working for it. So like they have a program for for full automation. Yeah, and the moment that bot is not working, people are crying. Like ah, you said, it's full automation. I'm mm. busy. No, no, no. Mm. It needs to be full. Auto- I, I actually I don't need to close the trades manually. If it's like that, I need to opt out of the system. Okay. See, so like people don't want to invest. Any little time into markets, and those but they want the ones make money yeah. in the long run. Yeah, so like
0: traders or speculators, mm. and that's why I think there's a very high failure rate in the markets. Yeah,
1: true, true, true. Because
0: there are very many people who are pursuing it in the wrong in way. In
1: the wrong way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I understand the, the, the amount of effort it needs to first develop a manual system, yeah, and then you can automate it. Then also, the amount of effort it needs to automate that system hey you need powerful computers Yep. Both c two and any i mean actually from reading this book this guy's bro are crunching data he hundreds of years of data machine learning like you put this stuff to like stress test for car hundred years easy moving averages yep like yeah like how they been changing in different markets uh let's say the the, the first world war the first great Depression second mm-hmm. world war how the how how the markets performing like mm-hmm like the like the the, the 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 system is very very sophi- so, a sophisticated it's a skill on its own. sophisticated system like bro it is code overnight a system that buys <laughs> when moving averages cross <laughs> such a system also yeah and another disadvantage is full automation doesn't give you control to avoid fundamental risks
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's say you know like interest rates are being released at this time. Yep. As a dictionary trader, I'll just say, hey, from let's say two hours before and after,
0: I won't be trading. Yeah, I won't be
1: trading mm-hmm. until that news uh, passes. Uh, passes. By. So, but for for a machine, if it's technical uh, based, it doesn't even know there's there's Jerome Powell talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when a pattern starts, it I like, a martingale. a spike, so it buys, it buys. Now eh? start going against you. Yeah. Start the like it's very very like i think the best way to actually approach uh algorithmic trading is when you're doing it mixed yeah when yeah it gives you and also gitosh is doing it mixed yeah because yeah it gives him signals then he, he, takes, the signals. Yeah, he takes the yeah I, I take the signals and if you remember he told us he invested about fifty thousand dollars it's
0: about five million five million shillings, shillings just building it. a bot yeah
1: but go to the market google up will be trading both size five hundred twenty dollars <laughs>
0: $30. $1,500.
1: $1,500. serious. Yep.
0: $1,500 fully automated. So I don't think such things can work. And if you also want to understand why some of these things can't work, you have to think about some of the periods whereby markets are no longer efficient or whereby The best opportunities I think exist when markets get out of equilibrium. For example, when oil went to zero last year. Yeah. I want to to think about a system that was developed to buy when oil is going down. Which system surely would have bought? Uh, no. None. Yeah, true. And most of them which bought would have lost money. Because it would think at 20 things overvalued, at Undervalued, I mean, at 10, undervalued, but this thing went all the way to zero. Negative 34. Yep. (laughs) So you really have to think hard about the best opportunities in the markets exist when things are out of equilibrium. Yeah, yeah. when there is some inefficiency. Some inefficiency. Mm, That's the right word. So once there's an inefficiency, your bot is bound to work only in an efficient market. Yeah. And the efficient market is one which does not exist. From time to time, we will have periods of inefficiency. True. And those are the best periods of trading. Kibisa. And your boat is not working in the best periods of trading.
1: It was actually working when things were bad. <laughs> 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 when it should not be working well. Ah, yeah, 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 Pesa.
0: Uh, so, it's very hard for you to quantify some of these things. Once you understand some of those things, you really have to. Because, like what Mark says, in the markets what you don't expect to happen will happen because many people don't expect it to happen yeah true true the true, fact true. that many people don't expect it to happen is what makes it actually happen is what makes it actually mm. happen yeah true you get because it's it's not expected so once you're trading based on past data you should remember that your past data is only showing you what has happened happened yeah what is likely to happen and the fact that history can predict the future can help us at least have the odds on our side on the future yeah true does not mean we'll always be right
1: yeah and the fact that uh something not having have happened does not mean it can't happen exactly yeah true like uh, to make to sure the same example on oil uh-huh. like it uh, it had never happened but it happened it happened so yeah. like for systems which were based on like oil cannot go below 10 cannot go below 5 all of them were out all of them were out you yep. see so yeah like in markets like markets, uh, who, who says that the markets can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent? John Mayard Keynes. Yeah, John Mayard Keynes. Like easy markets, my friend, they can go to irrational points for longer than you can stay solvent. Like your account will have gone and the markets are still irrational. Mm-hmm. And the, the moment they come back into efficiency, you don't have your capital. Yep. And that's how I think that's how markets are structured.
0: Yeah.
1: To trap people on the wrong side, fool most people most of the time. Yeah. Trap most people to the wrong side. Then to the, uh, the few people, sophisticated investors, they move them to the. They, uh, they move the market to where they want the market to go. Yeah, so I think uh, markets are just like markets are tricky to like markets are hard generally. Generally, so someone should not lie to you that ah you get technical, but don't analyze markets, buy it <laughs> to solve problems. It, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like markets are tricky too. Markets are tricky generally. So you need to just accept it, and from the uh, from the from the fact that we've accepted it. You won't like easily be duped into such buying such boards. Actually, you'll be more inclined to developing your system, being patient, raising capital for yourself. Maybe five ten years after you've built your capital, you can now sit, by, sit, sit uh, side by side with a programmer. Maybe form a whole quant fund uh, side on your uh, on your company because, for me also, I believe it's a very very first uh, as you go into more technological advancements, mm-hmm. uh, like more data, uh, machine learning becoming more sophisticated, uh, artificial intelligence becoming more acceptable and being more practical. Mm-hmm. I think markets will become more liquid. The fact that, uh, actually, I think even now, most liquidity comes from robots, actually. Mm-hmm. Algorithmic trading, mm-hmm. like 60% of the liquidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, most of these banks, they use machines. What, yeah, machines.
0: But I think one difference between the banks and the retail sector is what you said. The banks have people there who are ready and very, very ready to keep on changing these things yeah, as true, the markets true, true. are developing. Mm. So the board is not really rigid; it's dynamic. It's dynamic. It keeps on it's dynamic, Yeah, changing market conditions. Because, for example, think about the the documentary we were watching, the Deep Mind story. So Deep Mind oh, yeah, is the a company. Yeah. Mm. Deep Mind is a company that is focused on.
1: Solving problems through machine learning and exactly and,
0: and artificial, artificial intelligence. intelligence yeah. So it's a company focused on artificial intelligence. So I remember the Alpha Go. Oh, yeah, the game, the yeah, Go game. The Go game. So Go is a very complex game. Yeah. And the machine actually had a challenge with one of the best and,
1: and Go, like I think it, it it has, I think, more than one point three million million or billion. Billion outcomes moves, moves yeah, yeah that you can make. <laughs> yeah.
0: The fact that a human can't have all these moves in their head meant the machine would beat them. Yeah, Because the machine could crunch all these patterns, understand the pattern recognition, mm-hmm. and you could see the machine bringing out some very beautiful moves that could, had never been seen before. Yeah, in the also like
1: uh, on that on data, machines are good at storing data. Yeah, humans we are not. Uh, we're poor. <laughs> very poor. Like you, you can read the chapter on this book. I Like, you're trying to recall, like, uh, 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 let's see even you a have movie. have shortcuts to this yeah, one, yeah, 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 actually, and your mind can't process more than, like, I think 10 information at a time. Yeah. 7, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. from psychologists. 7, seven is maximum. Yeah. And you actually... It's easy to, to to engage to place seven people tell you their names I'm called John then repeat the names
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I could get. laughs>
1: exactly yeah. but machines they always remember you see mm-hmm. if you like it will always remember unless it's hacked or something yeah but sir, for us humans we are we all hackers hack <laughs> my like you can't store data for long yeah also that, that's I think one human limitation A limitation mm.
0: so, but you could see the scientists, and these were people who had taken time to understand computers, to understand hey, like psychology. Get a scientist. Exactly. Yeah. Get a scientist, psychologists, machine learning experts, like people with PhDs. Yeah. Developing a system to compete Actually, with someone. This
1: guy was only hiring people with, with PhDs. If you don't have a PhD, you gonna work with <laughs> You have 18 PhDs in the farm.
0: Exactly. So see. you can see the level of complexity that is needed for you yeah. to solve some of these problems. problems yeah. If you think you can solve and simplify some of these problems to hiring a programmer, <laughs> that's a very, very, very hard task that you're giving yourself. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't think it's a very very easy thing for you to do. To do. Yeah. So it's very hard, I think, with time with time. And my bet is these things will either happen in China or in the US. It's hard for them to take place in any other country. I think actually if you just look at resources, technological advancement, exposure, the level of skill required to do some of these things, all of these things point to just the US having the, or China. I think those two countries are well-developed technologically for them to develop such a system or systems that can work in.
1: In such random markets. Exactly. Mm.
0: But any other person, especially a Kenyan, I'm a future mahali. And we've seen some people selling boats. Yeah. And I've always wondered, the people who buy boats don't think hard about, why is this person selling boats? If they're really making a lot of money from boats, why will they sell it to you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Very fish. (laughs) It's
0: just that you have not thought hard about why you're doing some things. If you sit down and think hard about why you're doing some things... It's not right for you to actually pursue
1: the law of irrationality. How did you come up with this decision?
0: Exactly. I just saw that guy making money. Making money. Then I decided to buy <laughs> it for fear of missing out. <laughs> yeah, true. Unconsciously, you, know, you make most of your decisions without knowing that you're making. Like you make most what? of your decisions unconsciously. Exactly. Like with <laughs> Juange, <you make> <laughs> <laughs> so that's the bad thing about it. But anyway, as we sum up some of these things, I think it's also important to talk about the role of some of these things and where people can find more information. Yeah, One, I think if you check out the DeepMind guy we talked about, he's called Demis hasabis You can mm. learn a lot about artificial intelligence and machine learning from just listening to some of the ideas that they use. Because you could see he developed several systems which learned how to... And the games was a perfect started arena. started with
1: chess faster than it went to go, right? No,
0: he mm. started with that ping pong. Game. Oh, yeah, the ping, ping pong, pong yeah, yeah. yeah. So it I will learn true. how to... Maneuver, then it will... And it it went through learning different stages until it got to a level where it was an expert.
1: Mm. Finally, now it... Like, uh, 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 as it started, it failed, failed, failed. Then started improving. Exactly. Like machine learning. Machine learning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it
0: was learning how to... Just like you learn how to do something, you could see... And that's why I think if you understand even how those machines work and how they learn, you'll understand even how your brain works. At first, you start... You really have to start at something doing it poorly. Oh, very work. Uh, You have to be very, very bad at doing something, then you learn how to do it and then you advance and then you become an expert at it. True, true. The machine followed the same process. The only difference was it was doing it very, very fast. In a matter mm. of hours, it would move from one stage to another and one stage. So in mm. a matter of days, it would be an expert learning a simple true. game like that. So you can check out that guy. I think there's mm. a lot that he has and he has the right information. He has a PhD in neuroscience, a PhD in computer, that's computer that's science. Learned so, much so, much. so you can check out that one. I think you can also check out Jim Simons.
1: Yeah, the Jim Simons. This book, uh, you can find it at Prestige Bookshop. It's yeah. about 2000.
0: And you can learn a lot of from yeah, it. Yeah, a lot from it. I think you can also check out Ridalio. Ridalio is also a big believer in systematic decision-making, yeah, true, true, coding true. All, everything into your computer. But he believes you need to combine that with...
1: Uh, uh, Discretionary decision-making. decision-making.
0: So you need to combine that with the human element in decision-making. I think you can check out people like Peter Thiel. I think Peter Thiel is also quite influential in the data. Yeah, you can check out. But some of these people, as much as you're telling you to check them out, I think you can learn a lot from Peter Thiel. He talks a lot about artificial intelligence and the future of such things. But some people like mm, Ed Secota don't talk a lot about how they develop their systems. Unfortunately, they don't talk a lot. They don't expose a lot about artificial intelligence and systems and such things. You can also look at DataCamp. I think DataCamp is a... It's a you can check out Data Camp, it's, it's more of an institution that is focused on teaching people to do things like machine learning, artificial intelligence, coding, Python, such things. So, from checking out such platforms, you can be able to understand a lot about how those things work and okay. how they influence the markets. So, you can also check out Data Camp.
1: There's also that YouTube documentary, uh, okay, the Vito. one from. For high frequency trading, high frequency
0: trading, yeah. And that guy has actually written a book called The Quant Revelation Revo- revolution. revolution, yeah. Mm, a yeah. Professor revolution. from I think was a professor from MIT or something yeah. who later joined Goldman Sachs. The documentary was called Flash Crash or what? Mm, no, no, it was
1: called
0: High Frequency high Trading. High frequency trading, and the yeah. guy who had Kipara was called I can't that is remember also the name. someone you should watch out yeah, for. Yeah, true, true, true. I can't remember mm. the name, also, but there's one guy. I can't remember the name, but that guy yeah. is also helpful for you to understand that. You can watch that documentary. You can watch the one from yeah, I think Crash we can Crash. put links on Yeah, we'll on try video. and put links below for you to be able to check out some of these things that mm. you've mentioned. And <laughs> you can learn a lot from some of these people just following them, understanding their way of thinking about markets. Their way of thinking. I think for the first time in history, you can be able to plug in to different places. Like you can plug into Silicon Valley. True, true, true. Plug into maybe Shenzhen and other places and you can follow what's happening there. Okay, you won't have the first-hand experience of experiencing these things, but at least you'll understand there's some technological revolutions happening from place to place and yeah, how they're going to impact different things. So you can at least appreciate the value of the internet when it comes yeah. to such things.
1: Yeah, I want to also talk about, like, do you think now there's a future for, not this robot selling business in Kenya, in Africa, yeah. like? Quant trading, yeah, sophisticated yeah. here in Kenya, South yeah. Africa. Yeah. Actually, I believe in that so much because yeah. that's the future. From reading trade. this book, this guy Leonzai stuff in
0: 1972. Uh-huh. See, that was way, way, way,
1: ba- way back. Like, uh, uh, there's a line, let me try and find it it's saying that this guy started uh, using computers way before Mark Zuckerberg was in, even in nursery school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, like, uh. So for me, okay, maybe I won't find it right now, but uh, I believe there's like there's a future in this uh, in this business. Like yep. if if people can change that mentality of buying robots and
0: I think with time people will. Yeah, because for me I believe is is
1: for people like us who are already running investment firms. Yep. So. Uh, it will get to a point maybe we'll need to hire the best yeah. developers, maybe in Kenya, in town, yeah, 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 and we'll
0: so need to hire people who are experts, at yeah, and full time, yeah, learning, true, true, yeah, true, 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 create Python, a quant fund mm. and learn some. W- that is ultimately, I don't think actually, when we're in the next 10 20 years, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, be true. using discretionary trading so a much, lot, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, I think eventually we'll have to lean down so to so much the side in of the this. computers, yeah. yeah. So, there's a lot of that of value in that, and that's why I think people who are working on. Right now, developing, coding, machine learning, machine artificial learning intelligence, big data. big data. Those are some of the data science. Those yeah. are some of the most valuable people in the next 20 yeah, In the next 20. like And in many industries, not just financial markets. Exactly. Yeah. In very, very many mm. industries. Because if you understand, data is now the new oil. Yeah, true. true. Data is the new oil. Everything. Mm. The fact that you, are, you have to learn how to manipulate data, to understand data, to program data. True. Those are the skills I think you need to develop for you to use a trading system that is automated. If you don't have any of those skills, stay away from it. Stay as far away as you can from it and just focus on doing other things. But if you're more interested in understanding the quantitative side of trading, then focus on things like machine learning, artificial intelligence, Python, I think. One of the languages Mm. you should really, really understand in depth. And now you can be able to know how to manipulate data yeah. and how to form systems that work and systems that are profitable. Yeah. And I think you'll need some partners for you to understand markets. Because I think you need different skills for some of these things. One, you need to understand Python deeply. Then you need to understand financial markets deeply.
1: Deeply, yeah, true. So I think that's, that point goes to most of our friends who are in that computer sector. Like, there's a chance for you to, to, to participate in, uh, in markets. Yeah. Yeah, like you, like like uh the story of Jim Simons I, I, it's very interesting like when he was now dropping being a professor even the dad was the dad was saying i i liked calling you my son the professor not my son the businessman <laughs> <laughs> so like when he decided to quit to quit uh teaching he was a professor a math professor he had like he actually made the best math department in the world
0: he was teaching in which uni uh, MIT
1: uh, uh MIT was just doing like not, it was not his uh, his main campus, just few courses there. But mm-hmm. he was, he was, he was in, which campus was that? Mm, can't remember the name well, but he was actually moving in so many campuses. That guy was, like, volatile. He was not sitting one place. Mm-hmm. He actually worked in the defense department. Mm-hmm. That's where, that's where he started his trading career. Like, he was a military, just uh, code breaking. He was a code breaker, breaking codes from Russia mm-hmm. uh, during the wars. So, like he 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 had like he he wanted to, to to advance from from uh from maths and just being a teacher to now like finding another challenge like yeah. he felt like he had already understood yeah like he had he had he yeah had, he had, he had, he had, he had, actually he's the father of uh, i think uh partial differential equations pde mm-hmm. yeah uh, he, like he's formed some growth math formula that are being used right now so he felt like he had already achieved that but success was, in maths, okay. but now, he knew like well, most of this. Um, most people are saying like, you can't beat markets. You see, then mm-hmm. he was he was like, ah, what is this? I can't beat with my with Math my skill. mathematical models. Yeah, and uh, I have a team of mathematicians here and there. i his work to them, uh, professors, the people, at the defense, the fellow code breakers. So, this point is to go to. Our, our, uh the developers are people, people in the uh, in the computer sector
0: i think even engineers yeah engineers yeah yes. yeah
1: like you can easily easily tweak like your 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 main computer side like cuz this guy was a mathematician that's that, he, that's the only thing he knew he, he didn't know markets mm-hmm. even the the, the co-founder mm-hmm. uh, uh, axbaum he didn't know markets so like but like uh the, the moment just so charts uh simon told his friend
0: patterns can't you see patterns here and that's what you're going to capitalize
1: Yeah, on. that's what you're going to capitalize on. He says, uh, if we can find patterns consistently, we can make money. In the 1976-1972, mm-hmm. if you can find patterns, yeah, then we can use mathematical models to be profitable. Mm-hmm. That guy was still, Jamata at G-Markets, but he was still skeptical, but Akamu Atu Kuingia. Then these guys even raised money. Without even testing like that shit for too long. It wasn't even a year and they raised about ten million dollars. They
0: started.
1: Started the fund. So uh there was this trade. I think it was I think
0: the gold trade.
1: Not gold, it was uh pound, pound. But the other time, uh Margaret Charter Thatcher tha- tha- mm. was I think I think was doing something for the pound, like I think lowering rates or something. Mm. Then th- that's when like they made their first big move uh, from like million dollars to I think more than hundred billion dollars
0: mm.
1: yeah so this to show you, like yes we know like most of our friends like they want to like just be like us you see like for me also like I I, I, I don't think there's a point I'd want to maybe just understand but I, I wouldn't want to be a professional at at artificial intelligence machine mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. I'm good at trading so I need someone else who's good at machine but. learning to work together so there's a chance there's a future I think me I personally believe there's a, there's a very very big future in like uh, algorithmic trading and for that is to also like for those uh, listeners who are doing such courses engineering uh, big data machine learning like you can easily easily maybe visit us at the office we talk on like such topics what you understand on machine learning what you understand on big data if you can start like start creating that culture of at least sharing knowledge on machine learning because I I also want to know that you see but not as a not uh, as my main job but yep. it'll be very, very interesting to sit w- with with uh, developers to see if there's a future in at least trying to beat markets like Jim Simon. Because I believe if if this guy did it in the seventies, eighties, nineties consistently until today, I think with more sophistication in computers, we shouldn't not be able to beat markets. Yep. Yeah. So I think I just think it's the fact of harnessing talent basically. Yep. Like use the talent well, the money will follow. Yeah. So if 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 you, if you can take uh, algorithmic trading also as a career i think it's very very serious nowadays actually you can work you can be in kenya and be working for renaissance just as a developer so yep. i think there's a there's a very very strong future for
0: and people in that it's sector It's also important for people to understand like i was listening to one podcast mm-hmm. from one guy from the data company i think institution and he talked about hedge funds not hiring mbas and phds in business anymore They now hire machine learning experts and artificial learning experts and programming experts. So I think if you, again, the reason I come back to the engineering field is because for me it's amazing for someone to be in the engineering field and they don't understand computers and how to code and such things. If, 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 If in some of these fields you really have to think hard about the next 10 or 15 or 20 years and if you think hard about those things I think it's essential it's vital for you to understand how to program computers and how to manipulate that and some of these things. Because from the engineering viewpoint, I don't think there's anything now that you can be able to do without using computers. There are very few tasks that I think you can be able to do without understanding computers and the future of computers. So if you're in some of these fields, computer science, engineering, programming is one of those fields again. Try to look at machine learning, artificial intelligence. It's a big field, Python, understanding data, then you can build it up slowly, but surely. Then when you meet traders like us, I'm sure because you wouldn't have the expertise that is needed from the financial market side, it's easy enough for people like us to even Just work. match merge on. their talents. Uh, exactly, yeah. and come up with something <coughs> concrete, which I think is what is the future of markets also. So
1: Yeah, true. And I think I also like I'll be very, very happy to be among the pioneers of such programs in Africa. Yeah. Because as I said, like US and China, like those frontiers have been... Shining on us, man.
0: And yeah, and I true. think it's also important for us to understand, just like you said, and those are some of the things that I've been thinking about recently. These people are also inspired by certain people. Yeah, true, true, true. So the fact that these people also inspire us from here should make us also want to inspire some people. Yeah, exactly. So I think 15, 20 years down the line, we'd want to see some people coming into certain fields and saying the people who forced us to think or who influenced us to think and pursue certain opportunities or certain ways of thinking uh, certain people yeah. and wouldn't want not to be in that category just yeah, like you said so true. we'd want to pioneer such things like artificial intelligence investing in the stock market machine learning investment banking yeah true there's a All lot of things new in kenya Could uh, not Africa. Uh, such Lows, things even are are laws
1: don't allow <laughs> exactly like and i think so
0: much it's hard, very, very hard for you now to do some of these things, but with time, it gets easier. Yeah, with time, it gets easier. So we yeah, want to make it and easier the f- for like like other
1: people. And the, and, the, and the sooner you start, like, putting your head into such stuff, the better. Yeah, like, fuck. oh, regulations may change. Now we can do this start and this and this things, and this. Yeah. Maybe, a hey, tech may change. Maybe t- a talent may improve. Yeah. Like, True. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So I think that's an, the last thing that cool. we'll talk about. And the most important factor, I think, which is also what you said, now, living in a globalized world, mm-hmm. your competitors are no longer the people around you. True, you're competing with everyone in the everyone. world, everyone. So, make sure your skill is that top notch,
1: yeah. True, and, th- and I think that that came like that came to me from just trading. Like, um, I'm, I'm in a market participating with actually the biggest sophisticated banks are not even in Kenya, the biggest traders, the big like the banks with the biggest uh, volume cash. volume in that six trillion market is, I think, heavily in US and yeah. Europe. So, like the fact that I'm in a market trying to make money, and my competitors are like in a Ray Dalio, it just shows you that you're in a global world. Yeah. Like I me, mean, I don't think about competing with you or Caleb yeah. or the next or the next fund. It's always like you're comp- competing against very, very sophisticated people, people with capital, many employees. So it changes your perspective of thinking from from that local, short-sighted way of thinking to globalization. And you understand
0: also which fields to pursue, yeah. how hard it is to build some of these things, the level of focus that is required. I don't think you can master some of these fields with the culture that we have of working from five to eight, and just yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- it's hard. It's hard for us to develop some of these things. I think we really need to change the culture of work ethic. We really need to change the culture of risk taking because you yeah. really need to take some risks. Some of these fields right now, where's honor? A clear, yeah, to a clear path to success, yeah. True, we true, true. could take a very big risk betting on some of these things, but I think cool. also if we don't take those risks, it's very hard for us to maneuver and to change the yeah, scope true, of the true, world true. and to create other opportunities because by the end of the day, it's all about creating opportunities for other people yeah. to participate. True. So I think we'll stop there.
1: Uh, I have one, uh, one thing to say, uh, so, uh, for I- if you're listening to us, uh, and maybe you are. Uh, a guru or maybe you have a passion in machine learning big data uh, artificial intelligence i'd love to sit with you guys in the office share ideas on what you think on, on that frontier also me what i think on the financial markets and how we can merge talents because I, I believe that's how we start like you first have to meet people so like i want to share share ideas with those people so if if you're if you're in any of those industries just to visit us at the office just to book a call or send us an email on when you want to come then we can set up meetings yeah so maybe for the next two, a month or two we'll be having people over at the office I, I personally I'm very interested from just reading this book I'm very very interested in sitting with people who are deep in computers so I think yeah if you've listened to this and you're in that sector you can give me a call or just visit at the office Quad Towers 17th floor
0: yep so mm-hmm. I think we'll stop there yeah we'll catch you guys in the next one don't buy a boat is the message <laughs> focus on developing your own yeah focus system. on developing your own system yep yeah mm-hmm. so we'll catch you guys in the next one peace,
1: peace.